You're listening to oneofus.net. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. My favorite theme song is the uh, Family Matters theme song. <laughs> It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition on the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic too inside these gentle walls. All I see is unhappy. Real love bursting out of everything. Days go by. It's a big love, the family. You know that was a spinoff? Yes. Of what? Hogan's Heroes? Yeah, exactly. And uh, welcome again to our second edition of our mini show, Trash on the Tube. There you go. Yeah. I was at In the Tube. <laughs> we don't want to be in, we want to be on. On it, yeah. yeah. Things are on the TV and things are in the movies. So, in, on. There you go. Yeah. I'm on the couch. I'm not in the couch. Oh, I'd love to be in a couch, though. What, like with a flashlight tucked into it? Ooh. Anyway. Uh, oh, I'm your host, Eric Samaniego. <laughs> See, what's weird is this is basically the same format, but we don't have a guest, and for some reason, just being slightly off. different, it throws me off, because we've done the other one so much, it's like uh, you, you a muscle. Have, you already have a rhythm for it, yeah. and now here... Yeah, this is like, okay. Yeah. Now this is I'm just the angry grest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, gr- yeah, you're grest. You've <laughs> regressed. Uh, so, Eric Samaniego, and with me as always is the... Uh, oh, wait, wait, I didn't do the... Uh, where we watch bad TV shows. Yes. Because the Tata Tonic is kicking in. That is a deep cut to this bullshit show. Which I'm certain none of you have seen. And if you have, why? Uh, shout out to Dan Weiner, but you go on. Oh, right, right. He also suggested this. It was already on the list, yeah. but he suggested it. So there's at least one other loser that's maybe seen it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Eric Samaniego, right. Uh, the drunken Ulysses S. Grant to my drunken Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> uh, right, Sulek. Now, uh, we'll, go, we'll go ahead and dive in. So... You know, we're looking at uh, obscure, bad, crazy, weird well, television. Let's, let's start at the beginning. We hate ourselves, right? And we're lonely. So we... we... You know, all these things are true. Um, I certainly hate you. Uh, so it's a series that ran in 1998 for four episodes. Nine were produced. Yeah. It was met with much controversy, which I, I do want to talk about one, now that we've seen it. Uh, but it's called The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. Yes. And the, the P is not silent. There's a little opening crawl that explains all this to you in the hysterical. first episode, which wasn't apparently the first episode. So the premise is there is a, a black English nobleman 
who uh, has some debts that he he tries to he has to escape the country because he owes these uh, very dangerous people some money gambling debts yeah and he winds up working as the personal valet and assistant to President Abraham Lincoln right now the show mm-hmm. is really a kind of about the Clinton White House there's a lot of uh, allusions to uh, you know the Lewinsky scandal well, and, and the grand jury yeah and, and downright fucking direct references yes. like even. Hillary Clinton shows up in like a oh at the end of the first episode yeah. or the first or, yeah the first episode yeah, yeah yeah they do a flash forward because uh, Abraham Lincoln in the first episode is uh, caught uh, having a what is it telegraph affair yeah oh because they're they're making fun of AOL online so it's chats. Abe online is the first episode yeah it's very clever but yeah met with a lot of controversy because it was a show taking place during the Civil War it wasn't clear from I guess early press that. The Desmond character wasn't a slave, and it wasn't clear was this show going to be making light yeah. of all of that. And just as a general overview, having seen the four that aired yeah. before it got canceled, they do basically go out of their way to make sure there's no references to slavery. Uh, we don't see any slave characters. No, uh, th- like, there's only a couple of like vaguely like racist things that happen. Well, one, I guess, one episode does have some very specific yeah, direct, very direct racist stuff. things yeah. happening. But, but that they're involves the, bad the guys. South, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it's it's very clear the guy who plays Desmond Pfeiffer is uh, uh, is it Chi McBride? Yeah, Chi McBride. Who uh, gosh, it's she's great. from uh, oh that show about the pie maker who can touch people and bring them back to life. Oh, uh, uh, Pushing Daisies, which is a great show. Oh, Another yeah. short-lived little <coughs> weird series. Um, anyway, though, it's it's surprisingly not as offensive as I thought it would be. It's only offensive to, like, the sensibilities of uh, comedy. That and um, there's definitely points to the show where they were making fun of one character that makes no fucking sense only because, like, she's a woman. And, uh, right, it's it's part of that whole '90s gay panic thing. In all sitcoms, there's always yeah. some like "oh, gay," and there's a few of those gay jokes in well, here. Well, they do that sure. actually, yeah, quite a bit. Even like uh, Abe it, is in drag at one point, and there and, and another episode there is a like a diplomat from a foreign country that's gay, and there is right. a, there is a, actually a joke that I thought was funny. And there, there's sprinkled throughout. There's some jokes that work, and the actors are all trying. Y- yeah, and there's there's some good actors in here. They're 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 really good actors, like, like uh, Neblet or Nibble or uh, Noblet. Niblet, Niblet. Okay, so he's the uh, sidekick to Desmond Pfeiffer. And yeah, if, he's is like his, his, his servant. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you've seen um, Black Adder, Adder. Yeah. you know, it's it's very clear he's Baldrick, the stupid, dirty, dumb sidekick of the main character, Black Adder, who's the smart, scheming, you know, and he's surrounded by all these idiots. Right. So it's like that, but bad. Yes. And... Oh, Dan Florick. Who uh, is Abraham Lincoln, and anyone out there that watches SVU knows him as Captain Cragen. And I got to say, it is jarring seeing him <laughs> in this because I, he's so serious in that yeah. show. And this is, he's playing to the back of the theater. I, you know, I don't watch SVU, but, and I'm assuming, yes, it must be extremely jarring because he, he, he plays kind of like a befuddled, put upon, like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. And a bit of a horn dog. And yeah. It, okay. So, whereas just... on SVU, he's like solemn daddy. Everyone, he takes care of everyone. Yeah. He well, knows so what does, he's doing all the time. So does Odyssey. This is true. So, episode one. Yes. Abe Online. Yeah. So, it it's kind of cute. And now, you saw the twist coming a mile away. I'm yes, evidently very dumb. Yes. And uh, and so, it's it's just about him who... Well, actually, the, the episode starts with uh, Desmond and uh, Niblet. 
they're looking for the lost treasure of Thomas Jefferson, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. They apparently find some note that Thomas Jefferson left. Yeah. And they go searching for it. And they find it almost immediately. Right. And, and you get a sense very quickly of just like the very much like groaning humor. Mm-hmm. And I will say, though, the chemistry between Chi McBride and Max Baker, who plays Niblet. It's not that I mean, bad. Max Baker is a great British actor. He's really good. And I was surprised to see him in this. Because sure. the thing is, I remember watching the show when it aired maybe once. When I, But I would have been a child. Yeah, I remember you mentioning this years ago. Like Because and... I thought it was a, like a dream I had. Like <laughs> There was like, a show. Wasn't a it like Sinbad with... and Kazam or something right, like right. that? And... And, well, I will say... There are little funny moments sprinkled throughout. Few, G- genuinely, but still, we did laugh a few at times. a few times, and there are some inappropriate jokes. There was like, I can't believe they went there, and it was actually kind of funny. Right. So, I mean, the show's pedigree. It was created by two of the head writers and co-producers of the Golden Girls, so, which is insane. Yeah. So they, you know, they're experienced veterans, and just the, I don't understand where this idea came from, unless they were sort of inspired by Black Adder. It's like, well, hey, let's do it's, a historical sitcom. It's very possible. I think I was reading some, or even like on the trivia, that it was maybe slightly inspired by Blackadder. And that would make sense. You're like, oh yeah, the Clinton, uh, the Clinton guy, he's fucking around. Let's do something about him. He's and an idiot. That's the laziest stuff in the show. Is when it's just like, oh, Mr. President, you have to worry about me. I'm not a grand jury, and the audience goes, Ooh. right, yeah. It. So this is a a. a, a Single camera uh, sitcom. A three camera Big sitcom. three camera. Sorry. Uh, three... He didn't know what was happening, and uh, he wasn't watching the screen. He thought it was... A... He was looking at something else, honestly, on his phone. But uh, it's it also feels like one of the, the dirty shows, like... Uh, well, it was on like UPN. Ma- yeah. Which, but... you know, is the one of, like, WB, where they're pushing the boundaries a little bit more, like yeah. on Fox and stuff. It wasn't one of the prestige three networks. No. And um and so there's all, all the hooting and hollering at points when right. you know uh, a young babe gets on screen and there's like Arr! and that's weird too because they're dressed in you know petticoats and big dresses it's not like they're coming out in uh, bikinis or anything yeah yeah and so I assume the audience has <laughs> been prompted to do that or <laughs> that was point. or that was added yeah yeah sure because that, that, I also have trouble imagining an audience sitting and watching this happen and laughing in all the right spots. I, I couldn't tell. Because um, no jokes fall flat. So I'm, obviously they sweeten it even if there is an audience there. Right, right. Which I guess is standard practice. But uh, so that's like actually the B plot is them looking for this treasure because they can finally get away from here uh, from the White House. Mm-hmm. And or at least Desmond can. And uh, and then all of a sudden uh, um, Mary Todd uh, comes in and she she is painted. Okay. They- she she is fat dumb and everyone hates her and she's not fat and she is she's not fat at all the actress is not fat at all but they constantly talk about how she's fat yeah and uh and Which she's also ugly and everyone is, terrible and is it one of those things where like she was considered fat in 1998 i guess i don't know I don't like no i don't get it i don't get it uh like she <laughs> now and she's she is playing to the rafters She's big, big she's choices. Very big, and I, I don't know her name, but I know we've seen her, and she's been in tons of stuff. Yeah, I was trying to look her up. Uh, I, actually, I don't think I did. She's uh, like a, a one of those workhorse actors. Yeah, Chris, Christine Estabrook. Like uh, I just saw her in a clip of a show that's on now. Oh, she was in. Oh wow, she was in um uh Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was in Nine One One. Yeah, that's the uh, show I was talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh god, can we talk about that instead? <laughs> 
We'll do an episode on. Oh, she's in American Horror Story. Okay, yeah, she's been in tons of stuff. Oh, oh yeah, Mad she's Men. Yeah, all right. I'm I'm sure this is thrilling for people to listen to. Like you, hey, just, she's hey, she in was things. In this. She was in this. Uh, well, something that they could look up themselves. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's playing for the 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 rafters, and um, she immediately like takes a shine to the little ring that they find. Oh and... yeah, because spoiler, it turns out it's just a <laughs> ring. That right. then he's like, maybe it's worth something, and she finds it and keeps it. Yeah. Well, and it's like the first fat joke. She's like, oh, uh, like it doesn't fit. And it's like, oh, well, maybe you should give it back. It's like, I'll find a way. It was like, maybe I've been putting on water weight. And then Niblet says I something like, like, I thought the, the Lake Potomac <laughs> looked uh, a little dry, <laughs> which is a very old fashioned kind of a fat joke. <laughs> right. And again, I see when they're trying, when they are trying, it's kind of funny. And when there are definitely jokes when it made us oh, laugh yeah. out there loud. There are things about this that were funny. Yeah. It's just a terrible show. It's really bad. So, so the other plot. The A plot is about Abe is basically having a an online affair via Morse code. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Which, they, so they overhear it uh, yeah. outside of the office door. <laughs> and there's one of those classic sitcom misunderstandings where uh, Desmond is hearing the beeps and he starts saying the message out loud. I want to make passion love to you. Yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah. And then, uh, his little assistant niblet is like, uh, Oh, well you have to buy me dinner first. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> not, you know, not you. It's like someone's <laughs> sending dirty messages in the president's office and they open it up and it turns out he's getting his rocks off by, you know, sending Morse code to yeah, a right. lady. Yeah. And, and uh, we keep cutting away to, uh, the South. And it's Jefferson Davis, played Who? by Bernie from uh, Terry Kaiser, Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's. Yeah, and uh, and uh, oh, Un- Uncle uh, Leo from uh, Seinfeld Leo is, is like so. The, every time he's on camera, Uncle Leo is playing this Jewish tailor who's constantly, you know, putting on new clothes on Jefferson Davis, and they're trying to pick up signals from the Morse code. Okay, well, no, because they're trying to surrender. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, but they can't get through because, because and they think, oh, he must be sending signals to start a fight. Right. And, and so then we have this whole thing where it's, it's another an, miscommunication. Yeah, it's such an odd little like nod to the times of like when it was dial-up internet, and you're like, oh, I can't call anyone because it might be on the internet. Right. And it's like, wow, that's such an oddly specific dated joke. So much so that I didn't even realize that's what they were referencing. I didn't yeah. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I can't get through. And like, like, what do we do? Yeah. And but uh, so then it gets a mix-up where they're like, uh, they finally get something, and it's like we're gonna. Take you from the rear. Yeah, I was like, no, and, I'm going to uh, lick you. Uh, oh, you're going to be licked like you've never licked before. And they take that to mean like the you know fighting licked. Yeah. And then so they send something back and it's back and forth. And then there's like, wait, the soldiers are coming from the north. He said he was going to be coming uh, up the rear. And like, uh, <laughs> ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Again. And it's like, did we write this? <laughs> so uh, what ultimately happens is Desmond is trying to like basically help Abe write notes oh yeah because uh oh, cause so he burns Abe, his hands uh, yeah he gets so excited he knocks over a kerosene lamp burns his hands and so then uh, desmond is having to sext for him yeah and so uh they come up with an idea or like, they're gonna meet they're gonna finally meet and, and wear like a, a rose or yeah. something in your lapel and so he makes desmond go with him and he hands him the rose like well, I, you know i i can't be seen here it would be unseemly and then he has to go to the bathroom so he excuses himself and desmond is putting on the the flower and guess who walks in? The woman wearing the flower. Oh, Mary Todd. Mary Todd Lincoln. That's a twist. It's the same plot of that song, Do You Like Pina Coladas? It turns out it's a married couple that's trying to cheat, and it turns out what they needed was each other. 
Yeah. And that's a constant thing throughout the, the rest of the episodes is that <coughs> he is always wanting to fuck someone else, but he ultimately always chooses Mary Todd. And she's down for it all the time, and he never wants to. Yeah. It's that weird, like, married with children thing. Yeah, it's like, no big. Yeah. And, like, when I was a kid, I didn't get that. Like, yeah, because she's a babe. Yeah, it's like, why don't you want to have sex with this lady that lives at your house? Well, and uh, and again, they paint her as Not a... your housekeeper. They paint her as a, like, just a shrill and... Uh, but... Uh, they they see they're like oh, we were texting each other the uh, the entire time and they're like oh and we and they love each other again and, and then, then yeah, that's it I mean we the episode always closes with Desmond sitting at his desk writing he's like these blah, 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 blah. stories were all true the secret diary of Desmond Pfeiffer yeah and then the the second episode is is it the the up up and away the hot air balloon thing God was that only the second one. <laughs> Because we, we watched all four of these, and they've kind of blurred together. So let me take a quick glance at the episode. So, yeah, the, okay, it, it, it is up, up, and away. Yeah, so, like, they, they're wanting to um, uh, show off to the South, saying, like, oh, hey, we got a balloon, or or just, like, take some pictures or so, and like, he happens to be business. in a hot air balloon. Yeah, and, oh. And Ulysses and, S. Grant, the, who, who's, is, his acting, like, his performance wow. is bizarre. But it, it's it's fun. It's kind of fun because he's he just, wasted all the time. Because famously he was an alcoholic, super super wasted, and he he's acting like Randy Quaid, but like just Randy Quaid, like the real person, Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah. just like what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I need another drink. Yeah, the voice is crazy that he does. It's it's nuts. Like everyone's voices too. Well, I guess Mary Todd and his voice is like that. Must have been so straining because she's like full out belting songs like, sometimes. Hello. Abe and uh, but so drunken Ulysses S. Grant accidentally pulls the uh, the the stake stake out of the ground and yeah. so hot air balloon goes up and wouldn't you know it Lincoln and Desmond and Niblet are all stuck and they wound up uh, getting shot down over enemy territory and they land in the south now what do they have to do they have to blend in right and, and Niblet okay, remember, has, has the great idea there's some clothes hanging on a clothesline and remember one of these people is uh an African-American gentleman. And I thought for sure, oh, God, we're going to finally have a slave reference, I guess. And he's going to pretend to be one. Yeah. And they didn't go that route, which I thought was like, okay, good for you. Good, good for you. Because it would have been very uncomfortable to watch the other version of that. Oh, that, sure. How it could have played out. But so basically... <coughs> uh, Abe dresses up as a woman. Yeah, but with like a little hanky covering the beard. Yeah. And, and Niblet is dressed like a little Lord Fauntleroy, like little boy. With a, <laughs> he's... <laughs> I'm, like, no, I'm not a little boy. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> and that was funny. It's pretty funny. And, it's like, and who are you supposed to be, uh, oh, Desmond? Because then suddenly uh, some soldiers come out with guns drawn. Yeah. And he pretends to be a white Southerner that's undercover as a black man. <laughs> and they buy it immediately. The dumb soldiers. Yeah. You're like, oh, we'll come back to the base. Come on now. Like, we'll, we should uh, show off. And like, we didn't know we had a spy over there. And, uh, and so they do. And gosh, the cast that shows up for this, the Southerners, it's Stephen Tobolowsky. Yep. Booger. Booger from the uh, Revenge of the Nerds movies. Mm. I don't know his name. Mm. And uh, well, that's the end of the list that I recognized. But hey, you know, I wasn't considering seeing any of these people. Yeah. It's a huge list for the show. Yes. And uh, they're and all they, taken they, with all of them. Oh, yeah. And they overhear that there are secret plans for their next move. Oh, yeah. yeah in like yeah, yeah. one of the rooms. Right. And so Desmond has to distract them while Lincoln sneaks away. Yeah. And 
but uh, before that, uh, Lincoln is talking to uh, Stephen Tobolowsky, who mentions that he he's a widower, uh-huh. and uh, and he's kind of smitten by her. So at one and so Lincoln is you know posing he's going to the, go to the restroom, and he goes into the bedroom trying to find the plans, and then Stephen Tobolowsky comes in. He's like, "Oh, I thought you were up to no good," uh, and was like, "Let's fuck." And they play this like kind of cat and mouse thing, right. running around the room. And Abe is like, "I'll have to smack you one," and yeah. then punches him. Yeah. And uh, so like, while all that's going on, oh yeah, we go back to Desmond, and he's uh, entertaining the Southerners with uh, a lot of stories and jokes and things. And then one of them says, "You know," and this is where it gets racist because this guy he doesn't say the more famous slurs, mm-hmm. but they're softer slurs. But still, he's saying, "Well." You know, up close, I can tell you're a you know a real son of the South, and you're not a you know a ignorant yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then that Desmond, he's holding a glass, it breaks in his hand, and he's like, "Well, what if I did this to you? Would you think that?" And it's what it's like almost a Bugs Bunny, where he's like, "Oh, yeah. but what about this?" And then if I did this, and he ends up beating he's, up the villain. Yeah, he's like doing that to like Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, and um, gave him one of these. It's it's kind of funny, sure. um, and, uh, and there's also a uh, the B plot is that back at home at the White House, uh, for some fucking it feels so '90s this like kind of plot line. Oh yeah, but mixed in with like what is actually happening is that now you uh, since the vice president who we never meet is uh, overseas, uh, you is uh, right. Uh, I'll give you twenty dollars right now if you can tell me who <coughs> Lincoln's vice president was. Uh, Nixon. Spiro Agnew. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, so Grant, he's the next in line, so he has to become the interim president. And Mary Todd uh, is, like, kind of freaking out. But they have this thing. It's like, oh, God, I've never had to lead before. Am I up for this? And it's like, I guess so. And the thing is, Mary Todd and him are fighting about she should stop eating because she's so fucking fat. And, uh, and he needs to stop drinking. And they're just not like themselves yeah like so that's then what that becomes is. the joke because he can't think clearly it turns out because he's not drunk and she can't she just she gets to eat later in the show she, yeah yeah whatever yeah, I don't know. and so finally uh they he starts drinking again everything is back to normal at least on that side and she gets to eat because whatever and uh <sighs> but uh um a- uh abe does show off his junk to Stephen Tobolowsky. Oh, that's right, because, like, well, why can't I have you? And it, it turns into, like, the end of some Like It Hot, where yeah. it's like, oh, I'm a smoker. Eh? Nobody's perfect. And then at the end, like, I'm a man, all that. So it's the same thing, except why can't I be with you? And then Abe lifts the dress and shows his dick yeah, to Stephen like, Tobolowsky. You could have just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shown the beard or something yeah. like that. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but then uh, they go back in and uh, into the room with Desmond, and they, I guess they find that Niblet is a spy, and then they're all right. spies. And the uh, and uh, Booger is mm-hmm. going to take them out and going to kill them. And then we get another little secret cameo, which I totally was like, "What?" Yeah, it's a reveal. So it turns he goes because uh, they're all prepared to die, and uh, Booger is like, "No, not today." And he sh- shoots three times in the air, and Niblet is like, "Oh, we're so lucky. He's a bad shot." Which again, it's fine. And uh, he had the best lines. And he says, no, I'm not who I appear to be. And Booger reaches to his face in that classic, like, it's a mask. It's and we impossible. do a cutaway. Yeah. And it's Sherman Hemsley, <laughs> who is famous for playing George Jefferson on The Jeffersons. And so he's, you know, Sergeant Jefferson of the undercover blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he's undercover. He's letting them go and uh, move on up back to the White House. Yeah. Ha ha. 
the theme song to the Jeffersons, and then he clears his throat, and Lincoln's like, are you okay? And he goes, <clears throat> wheezy. <laughs> like, that is so lazy. It's, it's so like, bad. All right, we need one more reference to the show he's from. <clears throat> we need two. Not three. See, because you know, comedy comes in twos. Does it? We've referenced that before. Okay. Uh, twice. Um, I mean, I came twice. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the, the whole thing is like, oh, hey, it's George Jefferson. Ha. They go back home. And, and then, oh, hey, he's safe again. Yeah. And uh, Mary Todd is like, oh, I missed you so much. Where have you been? They told me you were trapped behind enemy lines. And she sees that he's in a dress and goes, you've been shopping. And he's like, oh, then they uh, like they embrace again. And he's like, hey. And he's like, and you've lost a couple of pounds. You should eat something. And uh, she's like, oh. Yeah, and then these stories are all true. The secret diary like of Desmond Pfeiffer. And the third episode is which one? It. it is Saving Mr. Lincoln. It's the episode where uh, oh, okay. Desmond this... is going to try to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one is like just also, explicitly clean. I just saw his name. Curtis Armstrong. I should say Curtis Armstrong is the actor who played Booger that we're talking about. Oh, who the fuck cares? Um, what if he hears it? He'll <laughs> never come on the show. <laughs> Well, we want to talk to him about, about Desmond Piper. Yeah. Uh, so this is like up front about Clinton, this episode. So this is the one that's most explicit about it because there's an intern. Yeah. There's even some lines specifically about the like, situation. Oh, my God, I, put, I got a stain on your dress. And everyone's like, ah! And she's like, it's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll save it as a sort of an unorthodox presidential uh, souvenir. And he goes, wouldn't you want a presidential cigar? And Which, the audience goes crazy. And it's like, wow. The, but I also forgot, because, you know, we were, we're around the same age, you know, like a year yeah. different. So, so, like, coming of age during that time, I was hearing stuff on the news that is straight up pornographic. Yeah. Like that he used a cigar on her pussy. Yeah. Like, I mean, Dan Rather didn't say it like that, but I <laughs> wish Dan Rather would have like, and he shoved it up her pussy. I'm trying to think, uh, Gerald Ford, dad, dad, dad. <laughs> what, who's, who's that guy? That's, uh, uh, John Brokaw. Oh, Tim, uh, Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Yeah. You can cut some of this out if I struggling to remember <laughs> who he is. Uh, Mr. Clinton. Put a well now, Jimmy Star. <laughs> you can't hold a fucking impression to save your life. <laughs> and Mr. President. Oh God! So it's the version of um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but it's Jimmy Stewart catching Bill Clinton shoving a cigar. <laughs> uh, uh, that young intern's hoo ha. <laughs> her 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 Zuzu's pedals, if you will. Zuzu's pedals. Yeah. So anyway, uh. Yeah, there's there's those jokes. And basically, um uh there is a, a rival for Desmond, this woman who okay. We, okay, the, we've never heard about her. We don't really get an introduction. She just comes in and he immediately starts making jokes about her being a lesbian. Yeah, he's like, Lesbian! You're like, Whoa, where did this fucking come from? And, and he, it, they're like saying like slurs and stuff about her too. Yeah. And so, she's just like kind of taking it in stride, like whatever. And, and that uh, that feels one of the like the most one of the most '90s things about the show, yeah, yeah. Even outside of the Clinton stuff, it's like, oh yeah, it's sort of the casual homophobia. Yeah, I mean now I guess it's militant homophobia, but you know, <laughs> on TV in those days it was like very casual, like oh hey, like yeah. if a guy like oh, oh, oh don't, don't like, touch me, whoa, 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 I don't swing that way. Yeah, and uh, it's like they do it a few times, like I, when Abe dresses up in uh, in sure. women's clothing, and uh, and definitely with this, and uh, but it just it, seems out. I don't understand why it's happening. I, I don't I have no idea and it's like constant too like he's constantly making fun of her for it because it's also like 
it's not like they've cast this uh, maybe sort of butch person right. to play the character. It's just like she's some generically pretty blonde lady in a petticoat. Yeah, that he that's just it. keeps referring to as a lesbian. Yeah, and uh, and he's like he's very uh, intimidated. Well, not intimidated, but uh, uh, what's the word? Um, he well, intimidated, I guess, because yeah. she's getting closer to uh, Abe. Now that's not the relationship. Is that uh, there is this? Well, she has an idea to replace it because they need to save money because they're running out of bullets. Oh yeah, like well, uh, the thing is, we've been saying bang bang for a couple weeks, and I think they're starting to catch on. Yeah, it's a real gold standard that uh, those guys set up at the Golden Girls. <laughs> uh, but so the idea she has is, well, why don't we? Because they don't like each other. Why don't we cut some of the staff and then hire uh, unpaid interns? Uh, you know, just to get him. And so then he's like, oh god. What if I'm out of a job? I need to do something to make sure my job is safe. So his idea is to save Abe's life so Abe will be indebted to him. Yeah. It's a very, like, when Jerry and George are writing the first episode of, uh, like, mm. that kind of plotline idea of, like, oh, he oh, is... Oh, he's uh, now your he, butler, yeah. Yeah, he's his butler kind of thing. It's like, that's that's the, uh, like, the train of thought they were going down. It's like, that's all you had is, like... Oh, I'll save his life and he'll have to do everything I say. That is a sitcom trope. Yeah. Because I've saved your life so many times. And, uh, no. Yeah, you just won't. Uh... No. Yeah, I have. No, I mean, like, no, I won't do anything for you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, and I'm in your, your indentured servant. That's why we've been doing the show for so long. Because <laughs> uh, you saved my life. But you're torturing me through this. There, uh, that reminds me of a joke that I'm not going to repeat. I'll do it off my Oh, my God. Wouldn't you like to know? Mm, uh, subscribe. So, uh, like the goddamn Instagram for fuck's sake. Um, I'll do it at the end. Okay. Uh, so, uh, he the the saving of the life is like uh, becomes a comedy of errors where Nibble is trying to drop a chandelier on Lincoln, but it ends up dropping on Desmond. Breaks his hand, all this stuff. But anyway, and, he still convinces Abe that he saved his life. Right. So, though, the, there's a new intern that does the whole, like, oh, you got ink on my dress, and, like, sits on his lap, and, like, oh, my God, Abe, but what is that? It's like, stapler. And uh, yeah. kind of funny. And But they, it's that, at that point, all the jokes that are really, like, Bill Clinton, remember? Bill Clinton. Which, uh, okay, we did mention Hillary as a cameo. So, at the, in the first episode, at the end, we mm-hmm. fast forward, and then Hillary's knocking on the door, and it's... Oh, like, finds the uh, the the ring that uh, Niblet and uh, and Desmond found. Yes, it falls through the cracks. Yeah, and it's like I can finally pay for your court fees. Like, honey, don't come inside right now. <sighs> anyway, anyway, yeah, moving so, ahead. So, uh, so then at that very moment, though, that's when Blondie comes in and sees that the interns on Abe's lap, and he's like, "Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening." He's like, "Oh, it's okay. Your affair is safe with me." He's like, "It wasn't a affair." Oh, and she's like, "Oh, a quickie, whatever." Right. Uh, and so he, she says, "Like, I won't say anything." Oh, like and they also do the tie thing. Uh, oh yeah, because she gives him a tie, and when you're wearing it, I know you'll be thinking of me, which is what actually happened. Yeah, it's it's kind of just now seeing. Also, I know it's not 100 percent accurate or anything, but even watching um, American Crime Story mm-hmm. uh, impeachment and just knowing like how awful it all was, at least to that degree, it's like Jesus Christ. And like now seeing this show, is like that is completely offensive. <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that you have walked away from Desmond Pfeiffer with a sense of shame for the way that our country treated that poor woman. <laughs> so uh, then um, she says, uh, well, 
uh, all you had to just do a favor for me anytime. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so finally, uh, Desmond comes into the office and is like, "Hey, I have an idea to do something." And uh, and finally, they're look about they're getting on each other's nerves in front of Abe. And uh, Desmond says, "Well, here, you know that favor I uh, asked you to give me anytime." Uh, and he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, I want you to fire her, or, or it's either her or me." And, oh, and then uh, he shakes uh, Desmond's hand and says, "I'll miss you, buddy." Yeah. And so then we see a quick montage of the different jobs Desmond has had. And then he finally lands at a job he loves where he's uh, like a costumer at a burlesque show. Yeah. And we get a bunch of stupid scenes where it's like, hey, would you mind lacing my corset or would you mind straightening out my seams? And, and he's my, like, oh, I'm more than happy. Yeah. It's like and boobs. And yeah. uh, and so he's having a good time there. But then uh, that's when I most identified with the character. He <laughs> felt the most three dimensional to me. Well, he uh, it felt like even watching the show is like, let's just do that now. Like you, you're no, much I'd better much off. rather watch this show. Yeah, really. Uh, actually, it would be kind of interesting to see that. It show. wouldn't. Well, I said kind of. No, not even. OK, well, uh, you're just you're you're letting this show affect your judgment. Look, my judgment is so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy. I, and I mean, really, I've, I've been to your house many times. <laughs> so, uh, But then. The uh, intern is there because the, the blondie said, hey, we got, she got rid her, of her fired. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, oh, my God. You're, or Desmond's like, wait, I know you. Uh, like, what happened? Why, why are you not interning anymore? Right. I was like, well, I got fired and it's bad because like I, I found out that there was like a, a spy there. Oh, I heard. Uh, I she's heard. like, before the, I got here, I heard somebody talking to the lobby. There's some southern spy in the White House looking to assassinate the president. Yeah. Or something like that. And so, oh, I've got, I've got to post haste. I must get there to save him. Well, while at the same time, Blondie has been, because, uh, oh, that's the other thing. They're running out of money because Mary Todd is uh, spending all this money on buying like, giant statues and yeah. she's renovating and, and, so, and they're those big marble statues of nude men. Yeah. And, and so there's some jokes about that, like one where they move it and his dick breaks off and then Mary, is, you know, finds it and it's like, I'll keep this for insurance purposes. It's like, that's a dildo joke in this goddamn show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, if the news was talking about what they were talking about, I think the show can get away with that. Right. So uh, they, we, the, the last scene is like we're at a party and, uh, and then Desmond shows up out of nowhere and uh, it's like, I got to talk to you, Mr. President. And all of a sudden one of the statues comes alive with a knife and lunges at the president. So and Desmond, Desmond grabs Niblet <laughs> and uses him as a human shield and pushes the president out of the way. Yeah. And so then he really did save Lincoln's life. Right. And then they uh, finally uh, he gets to sort of fire Blondie and she gets to become one of the burlesque dancers. Because it turns out that she uh, hired the uh, intern intentionally to seduce him. And I guess she was part of get in his favor. Yeah. Yeah. And And, so then it was, oh, you'll do anything, huh? Yeah. And so he makes her a burlesque dancer. And he and Lincoln are sitting in the audience. He's like, you know, I've never been to one of these places before, Desmond. And a girl walks by and says, nice to see you again, Abe. He goes, you must recognize me from the penny. Then the last episode is um, something. We literally just watched it, but I also cannot. Okay. Once upon a mistress where four dignitaries come because we need money for the war. Oh, yeah. And so this does have my favorite joke in the whole series that we saw. Desmond is introducing all of the uh, each of the leaders. Yeah. And so they come in and each one has like so and so and his uh, niece because they've all brought their mistresses. Right. And so the Italian guy comes in. No, and, gr- the Greece. Oh, the, the Greek, Greek guy. OK, that would make sense. Yeah. So 
So the Greek guy. Does it? Yeah, I mean, like, historically, like, I'm thinking of uh, the bulls they're eating off of in the birdcage. Like, aren't there girls on your bull? <laughs> it was like, boys playing leapfrog. No, that's a girl. <laughs> Let's just watch the birdcage. All right. Uh, but so, yeah, the Greek everybody. guy comes in and instead of a, a young lady next to him is a fey man with a scarf. And uh, Desmond goes, you know, of all the uh, royalty here, you're the only one that brought a queen. And he snaps his fingers. <laughs> and I, I did like that. That made me laugh. It was it was funny. It's just offensive as hell. Oh, it is. Yeah. And, uh, and that's I noticed by like the third episode is when we start seeing uh, Desmond sort of break character, and he does modern-day sort of attitude. Oh, like, yeah. He's just like, oh, hell no. Yeah, like, like, stuff like that. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, So they filmed nine. These are the only four that aired, and I'm assuming that they leaned more into that because it, it does work. It is funny because, especially at the beginning, because it's like, oh, we haven't seen this yet. Yeah, yeah. But by the end of the you know fourth episode, they do break the fourth wall. There's a because it's Halloween, so there's a fake public service announcement that Ulysses S. Grant it's gives like, to the camera. Remember, only eat candy if it's uh, wrapped or like don't and eat it even unopened says candy. Public service announcement at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so it, the show is probably just going to get wackier. Yeah, which that I think would have worked, which we'll probably get to in recycling. But uh, uh, it it basically ends where the the four dignitaries are like, we won't give you any money. Uh, unless you, oh, that's uh, the other thing. So Mary Todd was also famous for uh, having, you know, she was little she loco. Was, <laughs> that, what a delicate, sensitive way that you put that. Uh, she was likely um, bipolar and had yeah. some other mental illness right. that she struggled with and had migraines and things. And so this is the first time we touch on that because yeah. she's having these terrible migraines. But then she's like, and I feel there's another Mary inside me. And yeah. then this whole like little crazy person monologue. And so Niblet's like, oh, I have an idea. Let me. He's just, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Perfect 10 or 10? Uh, or No, Arthur. What's his name? You mean Dudley Moore? Dudley Moore. Uh, he's like, I have an idea. Uh, like, I, I uh, use this potion to help me cure my headaches from it every now and then. And gives them to him. And then you find out. That uh, I, I guess it just it's chock full of estrogen or something. Something because it gives her. I mean, her head clears up and she comes in singing and uh, she's so happy and ma it makes a little song. Uh, Someone's in the kitchen. I know that whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. just uh, at the end, like because Desmond's uh, fixing his hair and it's it with someone's in the kitchen with Desmond while he's picking out his big gaffro. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, and then Niblet comes in and he's and got big boobs now. He's <laughs> big titties. And uh, he's like, oh, this is great. It's and like, I took I took a, a cup of it, too, and it did this. And uh, Desmond goes, how many cups? Or how many cups? And he goes, I don't know. Is it a D? <laughs> we really did write this. Yeah. Uh, and so I did like that joke. <laughs> it was pretty good. And so uh, Mary Todd is now also becoming sultry, where she has gigantic breasts now. And so all the dignitaries, mistresses, uh, left town because they tried to give a gift to Abe and Abe is like I don't want a mistress I have my Mary Todd right which it turns out though he just pulled his groin muscle and so he started to vamp to give himself time and he wound up talking her out of doing yeah, it like, don't you want to have a better life and so they and then they all go to New York except for the Greek guy he's like he went to some place called San Francisco <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. So, and so then now it's all right well uh, I'll challenge you to a duel yeah. like, and Desmond goes no no in America Bowling, because at the beginning of the episode, we see that they're bowling and Abe is good. They're all good. Uh, Ulysses S. won't, though. 
He made a promise to his dying grandmother or something that he won't bowl again. I don't, I don't remember, remember why. Right. I don't remember why. Yeah, but yeah. so they go bowling, and the they if we win, we get the money for the war, and if they win, they all get to pass around Mary Todd, and she seems thrilled. Yeah, she. They all get to plow the president's wife. Yes, which mm. what I understand in real life is probably not happening very much to uh, Mrs. Lincoln from Mr. Lincoln because he was a homosexual. What? Lincoln was probably gay or at least bisexual really yeah was, did you see that yeah, those love letters to a man that was this on wrote? gilbert or something no no this is not a setup for a joke this is a real thing <laughs> oh i didn't know that oh yeah yeah wow. likely gay interesting yeah okay well yeah hmm. um hmm. so uh and that hat <laughs> uh uh so they win and uh, but then the the potion wears off and all the dignitaries are kind of like, well, we don't want her anywhere uh, now. And blah, 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 blah. And they all yeah. run away. And also uh, Niblet uh, loses his boobs. Like, I really had a nice time with those. They were my two best friends. And uh, then we cut to uh, what is it like a chariots of fire or something like that? It's like, oh, dun, uh, dun, I made so dun, many dun, great dun. memories with them. And it's him running on the beach with the chariots of fire theme playing while his Big boobs bounce around. Yeah. Him waving around yeah. and just like, and this was all a true story. And then that's the end of the run. So, you know, when it, before it aired, the NAACP protested. <laughs> and so Paramount agreed. All right, we'll pull the pilot and we'll air it at a later date. Mm -hmm. Now, it's unclear because it didn't air and the description is vague. If there was something maybe in the pilot that would have been very offensive, yeah, uh, like racially insensitive, yeah. particularly. Because uh, it, it, how it starts, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the... So they uh, added that little that uh, intro, intro where it explains yeah. what's going on. Because <clears throat> it felt like, I'm not trying to give the show credit, but it felt very lived in. It's like as soon as the first episode starts, you're right. just like, oh, we're just in it. And uh, and you, just, you know who everyone is, and they're ready to rock and roll. Right. And I thought that oddly kind of helped because it was like, okay, I, I'm kind of I mean, on it board. also helps because most of the characters... and. I understand that they're actually cartoon versions, but it's like, well, I know who Lincoln is. I know who Mary Todd Lincoln is. I know. So it's more like a mad magazine, like, yeah, or even like, like, that's my Bush, that kind of thing. It feels very much like that's my Bush, which is a show that I remember loving when it came out, but is terrible. It's too bad. I know. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll move on to recycling where we take elements of this and turn show. it into something better. I almost said movie. <laughs> Uh, this piece of shit, and then turned it into another Moder bigger piece of shit? Bigger piece of shit? Yeah. Well, I think... You want it to be more racially insensitive. Because I will say, I'm surprised it wasn't. I, a, I, a little yeah. bit. A little oh, bit. Oh, wait, you sound disappointed. No, no. Um, no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, it's like, <clears throat> I, I, I wish we could have seen now the other episodes. Do you? Sort of. But I, I wonder if uh. it was going to get wackier. Where it was going to do more of like the fourth wall breaking, where there were going to be uh, like the just the the language and everything was just going to be more modernized. Like I thought that like that would have probably done the show better. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, I don't know. Some of the jokes are like oddly old timey, like phrasing. So it was just like, okay, well that that does work for it. I don't know. I don't know what you could do Wait, with it. Do you it. kind of like it? The show? Yeah. No, not not really. Like it's just you're, I was, you're softballing it. Though. I'm, I'm a little softballing it because I'm 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 much I'm way more surprised by watching this that we were laughing because life with Lucy was like a harrowing experience. Well, I mean that was like watching a funeral. 
<laughs> so this is just like watching a train wreck, but they're actually doing tricks on the train. As well, there's some about clowns. To, yeah. It's, it's a circus train and there's some clowns on it that are doing something real funny before they are brutally destroyed. Yeah. It's so it, it kind of works. Like, I think in a way... Oh, my God. Wait, hold on one second. I think in a way the idea of the show works, but I, I, I can't... I can't really put my finger on exactly what they should have done with it, like to, to make it in any better um, other than maybe just like better writing or better stories. Because the the sitcom ideas are so fucking hacky that nothing feels smart. It's all like lowest common denominator. Well, see, that's the thing. It doesn't feel like because you can use fantasy and broad things like that, like uh, broad characters like dinosaurs is mm -hmm. uh, satirizing sitcom conventions by doing it in a unique way, but making fun of those conventions. And this right. could have done that, but is simply uh, falling Just, in line with those conventions. It, yeah. And it, and, all and the it, whole joke is like, we're doing this classic sitcom trope, but it's Abraham Lincoln. Well, end of joke. That it's, well, it's really just Clinton. Just like, oh, well, let's yeah, make fun of yeah. Clinton. And that's because how long is that going to last? Because even like coming up with the idea, it was 1998. Well, we only had like a year and a half left anyway. So it's like, well, yeah. What this... else are you guys gonna do if this show had somehow lasted? Right. And then God, can you imagine? So my idea is like, this show did last, and we uh, they have to work in nine eleven. Oh my god! Have to work nine eleven into the do, show somehow. Also, do you think it's like you know where the Simpsons never age? Do you think they're just like throughout the entire series, the Civil War is always happening? Well, like they... it, yeah, it would be like Mash because Mash lasted longer than the Korean conflict. That's right. Yeah. 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 So like the the Civil War just never ends. Yeah. So what would be their nine eleven, Eric? Uh, so I guess <laughs> someone would have hijacked a, a cannon and uh, run it into what what monuments may, may, did we have in those Maybe the days? the Liberty Bell. Sure. Sure. That's how the Liberty Bell got cracked again. Right. It broke in half. Right. That's their nine eleven. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, that's so fucking insensitive. But the thing is, like, this it's show, kind of in line with the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it, although it doesn't make light of slavery, it still does take place in an era where that was happening and is making light of the era and the seriousness of the war. Yes, and because uh, again, all the the Confederates are bumbling buffoons. Right. But, I mean, everyone's kind of an idiot, except but they're extra. for Desmond, sort of. Yeah. Like again, he's the he's the least, but he's not he's also not that smart, but he's the least dumb. Like Blackadder, yeah. right, right. Because um, he always well, I guess Blackadder always loses in the end, and Desmond almost always kind of like he breaks even at least. He doesn't he breaks actually even lose. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't lose. But I wonder if um, <clears throat> it would have been interesting in a very perverse way if. Uh, yeah, if it kept on going, if they would just like put like real like um, political issues in the show all the like time, like abortion and things y like yeah, that. Yeah, but then but... then we'd have to like also mold it to George W. Bush as well. Mm -hmm. And so Abe just because it's like Homer, where Homer just became like really fucking dumb, right? Because the first like couple of seasons of The Simpsons, he's not like a complete fucking moron, right? And he has some humanity, right? And then it just he just starts to devolve into just a, a bumbling idiot, right? And I uh, can't like can't do anything. And then it would have been funny. I don't know why I'm giving this show too much credit. Oh, my uh, God. But what if like Desmond was starting to become more like Dick Cheney? <laughs> well, <laughs> now trash takeaway. 
I feel like what I learned is that right. Sometimes I can't predict how you're going to respond to something because we watched the exact same thing, and I felt both of us sort of our, our interest waning, and yet you're sitting here and giving it some credit. Some credit. The jokes. There are more jokes in this that landed than I was ever expecting to, sure. which I'm assuming you would have to admit yeah, as no, well. I did laugh. I did laugh. Yeah. Like the Nibla character, I think, is genuinely funny. Yeah, because it's Baldrick, the yeah. sidekick of Blackadder. I mean, in the same cadence and everything. But yeah, so that's what I learned is that you're keeping our relationship fresh by still surprising me <laughs> after all this time. And I uh, learned uh, that uh, was the vice president of uh, for Abraham Lincoln. I don't know. I could have looked it up in all this time, and I didn't. I don't remember. You asshole. Look, uh, visit us online uh, on Instagram at trash underscore in underscore the underscore can. Yes. I thought it looked better than just all one word. Well, it's like, trash of the key. Yeah. But so, yeah, look for us on Instagram. Follow us. uh, Like, subscribe, etc. You you do a great job. We have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Uh, We were told by our friend and former guest, Sammy, that we should have a TikTok presence. So maybe stay tuned for that. Yeah. We'll learn how to do TikTok. Well, I mean, I I know how to do it. It's just I I don't know why anyone would want to see us speak into a microphone. I'd like the mystique of maybe being attractive in their like mind's eye. Well, you shouldn't have posted those pictures voice. of meeting us, uh, the meeting the host on Instagram. Then I picked, uh, I mean, a pretty good picture of you <laughs> and a pretty good picture of me. Oh, yeah, so mystique. So uh, yeah, if you want to fuck either of the hosts, please DM <laughs> us at Instagram. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you know, uh, thanks for joining us again, and uh, we're gonna keep doing these mini episodes until uh, one of us uh, Kills dies. Each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, it isn't quite as fun as the movie <laughs> show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking, but, you know, hey, we're committed and uh, we're going to be committed. So and we never give up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon on the main show. When the sun goes down, my clothes start looking fine. when the moon is round, my beauty blazes higher. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold. Yeah.